Welcome to the BWFA Healthy, Wealthy, and Wise podcast series brought to you by Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. This podcast is informational and not a specific recommendation. Please consult with your financial advisor. Hello, this is Larry Post, Senior Tax and Planning Advisor at Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. And in today's episode, and let me break this down, uh, I've created a podcast series of 10 different episodes that we'll be publishing on a biweekly basis. So every two weeks, come back for the next episode. Uh, And I've done this under the uh, Tax Talk podcast that I've done in the past, but this will be specific 10 episodes, an ongoing topic. And the topic that I'm going to put out today is the top IRS and tax myths. So again, as I said, this will be a 10-episode podcast. We'll be talking about different IRS and tax myths each episode. So please, again, come back every two weeks to hear the next episode. So today, first episode, we're going to talk about income and the myths surrounding income. Some of these will be little fun facts uh, that you can take away. So let's start with the, the number one premise that uh, is out there, that if you don't get a 1099 from your bank, from your uh, investment uh, company, your brokerage firm, if you're self-employed, you don't get a 1099 from some contract work you have done, or you don't get a W-2 from your employer, either they fail to issue one, or let's say you work for a company that goes out of business. And at the end of the year, you don't get anything. The myth is you don't have to report the income. That is absolutely positively false. Again, not getting a form from a third party in no way determines whether you need to report income or not. When you receive income, regardless of the amount, as the taxpayer, you're required by law to report it. Doesn't matter whether the third party reports it to the government, doesn't report it. In fact, not receiving a W-2, there's actually a form that you fill out as part of your tax return that's basically titled, I didn't get my W-2, so this is a substitute W-2 that I created from my last pay stub. So again, there's this idea that you don't report income because it wasn't reported. The, The threshold is zero. The threshold is zero. If you get $6 of interest income from your bank and you don't get a 1099 because they're not required, to submit it if it's not over $10 doesn't mean you don't report the $6. I, I, I think there's this general myth that if it's not reported, it's not taxable. Absolutely, positively false. Uh, what else can we talk about? If you're paid in cash or cryptocurrency, you don't have to report the income. Again, false. Okay. Any value you get, whether it's cash or Property, somebody pays you in in, in property. They give you uh, a piece of artwork. They give you a share of stock. Again, you're being compensated with value, taxable. Um, Again, some of the other things we we, we hear about income is, oh, I don't want to make any more money because I'll pay more tax. We have a progressive tax system. So you pay at your next marginal rate. You get the advantage of the 10% bracket, the 12%, then the 22. So the next dollar you make is just at the next, whatever bracket you're in. You don't go back to dollar one. 
You don't go back and pay the highest rate on everything you make. So there's this idea that I'm not going to make more money. I've never understood anybody who says, I don't want more money because my tax rate's higher. I can tell you that if I go to the 32% tax bracket, 68 cents in my pocket is better than zero. So please, making more money is typically a good thing. So don't use tax brackets. It's a reason not to want to make more money. Um, other myths, online sales are not taxable. Oh, you know, I sold some things on eBay or I sold some things on Facebook marketplace. Understand that anything you sell is income. Now, if you bought something and then you're selling something used, you may have a loss. Now, again, if it's just a one-off, it's not a business. Yes, you don't report that because you can't take a personal loss on goods. But if you buy something that goes up in value and then you sell it on eBay or Facebook, it's taxable. There's nothing in the law that says if it's an online sale, it's not taxable. Or it has to be a business to be taxable. That is a false thought. So understand that. And the last thing I want to talk about is this idea of, and it's, this is a very interesting concept. It's not going to apply to 99.99999. Hopefully it doesn't apply to anybody on this podcast. But illegal activity is not taxable. And here's the, 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 the thing. Any income you earn is taxable. So if you have illegal activity and you earn income, whether it be from um, illegal drugs, whether it be from gambling, whether you receive a bribe, you steal stolen property. You receive something of value. Understand that under the Internal Revenue Code, this is all taxable. And some of you are probably saying, well, why would I report illegal? Now I'm reporting that I'm doing something illegal. Well, you know, we can all talk about Al Capone. That's how he got caught. He didn't get caught for actually doing his illegal activity. He got caught for not reporting the income. They were never able to pin him on doing the activity, they pinned him for not reporting, and he was spending a lot more money than he reported, so they said, how is that possible? Look at all these deposits. That's income. You didn't report it. So the whole point here is that all income received, regardless of where, is taxable. Now, most of you are saying, well, again, why would I report this? So there's actually been some interesting case law on the subject of, number one, the 16th Amendment which allows Congress to levy a tax, right? So the 16th Amendment back in 1913 gave Congress the power to levy a tax. But don't forget, our original Bill of Rights, the Fifth Amendment, allows you not to self-incriminate yourself, taking the Fifth. We all see it in movies, on TV, right? I can take the Fifth. I don't want to self-incriminate. So how can those two code sections, I mean, how can those two amendments jive with each other? I'm required to report the income under tax law, but I don't have to self-incriminate. So the whole point here is reporting the income, the Fifth Amendment allows one you to report the income without revealing its source. If you report the income on your 1040 without saying where you got it from, you can never be accused of not reporting your income and fraudulently filing a tax return. There's a lot of case law. Does the IRS have to report your activity? Well, yes, if requested by a third-party government agency under a court order. There's a lot of legal that goes behind that. I'm not going to get into that. But the whole point is, and there's been cases, if I report income on my tax return that is from illegal activities, and on that return, 
on that return, I claim the Fifth Amendment. I claim right on that return the right for self-incrimination. They cannot use that information and report it. Because I've said you cannot report it. I'm claiming the Fifth Amendment. But you have to claim it when you report the income. If you don't, there's been cases where, well, you didn't claim it. Therefore, the IRS had to report, reported you. Then they looked into you. And if they dug deep enough, they were going to find something. But again, a lot of case law, this is when you obviously talk to a, an attorney. You know, how are we going to report this? How are we going to be safe? But I thought that was just interesting. So again, big picture, everything is income. Everything is income. There's no myth about if it's below a certain amount. I didn't get a 1099. I didn't get a W-2. It's all kind of bogus talk that you read about. So that's today's topic. Come back in two weeks where we're going to talk about another myth or idea with the IRS is students. Like I think there's this myth about what students are supposed to do or not do or can do or aren't required to do with regards to filing tax returns and income. So come back and we'll talk about that. Have a good day. Thanks for listening. For questions, more information, or to schedule a conversation, please contact Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors. Past performance is no measure or guarantee of future returns. Investing in securities involves risk, including the risk of principal. The securities and services mentioned here may not be suitable for every investor. You should discuss these with your advisor prior to making a final determination based on your risk tolerance, your investment objectives, and your financial situation. Baltimore Washington Financial Advisors is a registered investment advisor.